And the topic of today is conscious relationships. So, uh, what does conscious relationships mean? It is a very big topic that we always keep learning more and more how to bring more awareness in a dynamic of any relationship. You know, any relationship, one relationship with ourselves, yeah? Another would be a relationship with your partner, your husband. Another relationship with family members, with your daughter or son, with your clients, your friends. It is all a relationship. Relationship with life. So conscious relationship. <laughs> It's not just about uh, you and your boyfriend or you and your husband, yeah? <laughs> it is the totality of conscious relating with the whole life and all that's in it, <laughs> including yourself. So uh, today, but I wanted to, to bring a one category in, which I'm sure everybody would like to learn more about um, conscious relationships with your partner, which of course, this can also be practiced with anything else, yes? With life, with family, with friends. It's just with a partner, the degree is a bit more, maybe stronger, connected, deeper, more intense, yeah? Is acceleration of evolution. <laughs> this is what really happens in conscious relating. You accelerate your own evolution. It's like you take a highway <laughs> and you are riding on that highway. So if you commit to yourself for being open to grow, to evolve, then a relationship will take you on a fast track. That is for sure. Okay? Because your partner or the one that is the most closest to you is the one that's going to trigger you mostly. You know, your friend you see once in a while, you might be able to handle if there's something that bothers you in her or he, yeah? But when you're living or you're seeing someone who is so close to you for many hours in the day or every day, well, this is where life will test you. <laughs> but if we take like a commitment, you know, and we say, yes, I am in this relationship, to grow. That's going to shift something so big, yeah? Between the dynamic of the relationship. 
So the first one I wrote down here is the conscious couple is not attached to the outcome of the relationship, to the outcome. Because many times, yes, we perceive or we have concepts or we believe an idea of what the relationship should become or where it should go. Yeah? So as soon as we are in a relationship, there is like some idea or dream or something that there's like a goal. And only that is taught, is, yeah, believed, only that will make me happy. Hmm? It's an illusion of the mind. Yeah, that creates a future which doesn't exist, but believes that only that will make me happy. But if the goal is for growth, yeah, to grow, to evolve, then this is going to change. It's not about the future anymore of the relationship. It's about the now. You see, you shift your reality into the real reality, which is now. So if you, let's say, dedicate the relationship for the boat to grow, it doesn't need to be like spiritual, but it needs to be conscious. You see, conscious, conscious of itself. So if you, for example, come to yoga practice and your partner doesn't, it doesn't mean there, there's something wrong there, right? But if both are willing to be conscious of what is truly unfolding in the relationship and seeing the potential of growth within each other, then that is the right path on how to be in relation at every moment of, the, of time, of life. If the relationship is stale, you know, some people are like maybe together and it's in a way it kind of staled down. There's like nothing much happening. There's no growth happening. There's no evolution happening. Then you know there's something has got stale, you know. But the moment you are open to see maybe what's triggering you and what is triggering him and then to have open meetings, to communicate, you know, to understand each other, to have compassion, to hear each other, not to judge each other. See, all these aspects create wholeness. So then you start seeing life and seeing partners and seeing people in your life as a teacher. Everyone is teaching you something constantly if you are only aware of it. So we're going to come to the third one. And this also continues. Our feelings are welcome. All feelings are welcome. So between you and your partner, hold an open space. 
an open space of non-judgment. You see, you can create that. You both of you can create that. To have an open space of no judgment. So here I'm not saying if you feel sadness, suppress it or regress it or run away from it. No, acknowledge it. And if you need to express not out of pain, because it will take you nowhere. Yeah. First you have to calm down, come to peace, and then you can speak about it. And then you can speak. Because when you speak in, from a calm place, you will not speak of judgment. You will not blame. Your words will be open. And with that, the other can hear you. Yeah? And then the conversation is constructive. You know, you're, you're, you're creating and you're building something there. So that is really, really important to practice. And it is the relationship is a place to practice love. How beautiful is that? To see your own relationship with whomever, right? As a practice of love. There's a concept or idea of what love is. And yet is not lived. We want it so bad. <laughs> you know, we want love so bad, but yet we don't practice love. And how do we cultivate love? By practicing. By cultivating love. You see, so even as I'm speaking, I'm like seeing even the energetics. If there is a concept of love, how what love means to me, and I can never reach it, can never get it. Again, goal orientation, somewhere in the future, which I can never reach. So instant disappointment, disempowerment, yeah? All of the disempowered energies keep flowing inside you. But the moment you shift that to the now and say, now, I practice love. <laughs> I practice love. And how do you practice love? What are all the qualities of love? So you can practice kindness. You can practice patience. Compassion. So this, this is a very beautiful practice of cultivating love more in your life. And the more you focus on that, the more that energy will grow. Because love needs to be cultivated with kindness, with compassion, with humbleness, with all the qualities of the heart. And once you get close enough to cultivating that within you, it awakens the awakening of the inner love. And as that awakens, it starts to overflow from you. So what I mean, I'm giving you an example. When you feel happy, yeah, and you're around people, they feel you, right? They feel you are happy. 
because you transmit that energy from within you. If you are sad and you're telling someone, give me happiness, give me happiness, does it happen? It's impossible. You are responsible to find your ways to cultivate your own inner love. And as that cultivates, then you will start seeing that in your life you will start to resonate or even meet new people in your life which are also resonating with their own inner love. And then their love can be truly shared. This is a big one to truly grasp. Love can be shared. You don't get love. You cannot get it. It's not something you get. <laughs> it's something you find within you. And then it is of that which you recognize is what you are able to share. And when a relationship is living both in a way with two full cups, two full cups. Here's the most beautiful relationship you can ever have. And then from that fullness, you can share what you have found within you to bring it closer to you. You bring it closer by bringing the practice. And there you will start to see for yourself how your reality will start shifting and changing. And that is called integration. You see, we're always integrating a new form, a new way. Yeah? Releasing and dropping and letting go of the old ways and always finding new ways, new conscious ways of how we can improve for our good. It is your lifetime to truly live it to your highest potential.